0: Welcome. Thank you for listening to another faith-generating word by David Entry. God has packed life in the words of an anointed man of God. Prepare your heart to receive and for your life to change through this anointed message. Be blessed. Romans chapter 5, verse 2. It says that, that by whom also we have access by faith into what? What do we do with the grace? We are standing, is it into this grace in which we are standing. There's a certain grace we are walking in, we are standing in. We are thriving in, we are rejoicing in. Well, if God is going to do something for you, it's purely an act of his grace, but not an act of his, um, his indebtedness. Because you have behaved so well, so he has to reward you. You behave so well and... F- the faith behind your behavior is what creates the platform for him to do what only he can do, even if you have not behaved well. Ah. In this grace, into this grace, where when we stand, say we stand by grace. Stand by grace. In, in first Peter chapter 5, verse 10, we're going to verse 12, verse 10 talks about God of all grace. Say all grace. Oh, grace. Say it again. Oh, grace. Say it louder say it and personalize it all grace say it and make it personal all grace the God of all grace so there are graces for different things grace is a grace for having good marriage grace for financial blessings grace for ministry excellence grace for elevation in life grace for good health grace that you will never see shame He's the god of all grace so maybe in your case is financial prosperity maybe in your case is family testimonies maybe in your case is is business breakthroughs maybe in your case is health and well-being maybe in your case is children becoming prominent in society. You see? So this is a grace. This is a grace. This is a type of grace. There's a grace away. There's a grace away, And there's only one God behind all this grace. There's only one God. The God of all. said, but may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ, after you have suffered a while, never be afraid of suffering when you are walking by grace. Never be afraid. He was worried about his suffering. So he came to God and he said, God, take this thing away. This problem I was taking Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. He prayed three times that, God, take this thing away from me. This thing. It just reminds me of Paul said, a, a, a tone was given my flesh. A messenger of Satan. Yeah, use the word Satan. No, I taught you about Satan. He didn't say the devil. He said, anytime you see that word Satan, you're talking about internal enemy. An enemy that fight from within. Every time, most of the time. So he says that Satan appeared before God. You know, can you imagine when Jesus turned back to Peter? Uh, when Peter said, you can't go and die. Matthew chapter 16, verse 23. The Bible said, Jesus turned to Peter and said, Satan. Right Yesterday, or the day before yesterday, uh, when Thursday, when we did the communion, we spoke on Revelation chapter 12, verse, verse 11, verse 9, actually talking about the Satan, the devil, the old serpent, accusing the brethren before God. See, so the great dragon was cut out, the serpent called the devil and Satan. And Satan, who deceived the whole world, he was cast down. And you see that when you read down, it says that he accuses the brethren before God, Satan always will have access inside. And in Job chapter 1 verse 6, chapter 2 verse 1, it says that the children of the people of God got the sons of God guarded, and Satan also came. He comes to where outsiders don't come. Satan is always operating from an inside, from inside. That's why Jesus said, Satan. He looked at Peter. said, Satan. Because this is an inside, inside matter. So Paul said, A messenger of Satan. A messenger of Satan was given to to buffet me lest I be exalted above measure. And he said, for this, I pray to God three times. God, answer this prayer. I don't know what prayer you have prayed over and over. He said, I pray to God. Apostle Paul said, I pray to God. God, deliver me from this thing. My Bible says that concerning that prayer and then God, what has God to say about his prayer? God said this is not a prayer topic. Huh? You answered that? You haven't answered a prayer. God says, it's not a prayer topic. Why? Because once there is grace, it doesn't matter what fights you. You don't need weapons. Grace is sufficient to handle any matter. (laughs) You don't need any special skill and other things. Grace, grace on you, my grace. He said, my grace, my grace, my grace is enough. So he said, may the God of all grace who has called us by Christ Jesus unto his eternal glory, may he strengthen us he said, after you have suffered a little while, while perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Amen. So suffering is not a problem for an, an engraced person. Suffering is not a problem. Your suffering is a problem when you don't have grace. You can be laughing at somebody who, is, who is, might be going through suffering. But be careful. Check if they have grace. If they have grace, it doesn't matter who you are, where you are. They will, be, they will rise above you. Someone say grace. So, let's go look at verse 12. By Silvanus, our faithful brother, as I, I consider him... I have written to you briefly, exhorting and testifying that this is the... We are standing in true grace. We, we, I'm telling you, see, I'm testifying and exhorting, exhorting and testifying that this is the true grace of God in which we stand. We stand in true grace. When you talk about real grace, so we are standing in it. We are in grace. We are in grace. We are in grace. And he said, the God of all grace. the are all types of grace. Grace that is released tonight. Grace for marital breakthroughs. Grace for business breakthroughs. Shout, I believe God. It's the same God. It's the same God. Shout, Hallelujah. There's grace here. Now, it puts me in a conundrum because when the grace shows up, you have to take advantage of grace. Paul said, Nevertheless, the grace was not in vain. First Corinthians chapter 15, sorry, yeah, chapter 15, verse 10. The grace of me, is, I am what I am. or oh, he said, by the grace of God, I am what I am. Nevertheless, the grace was not in vain. Ah, really? The grace towards me was not in vain. So grace can be released towards you. But if you don't do steps and steps, the grace can be in vain. Yeah. Yeah. So Paul said, nevertheless, the grace towards me was not in vain. So when I saw it, then I, I was... I felt like God, God wants to do something unique. And suddenly I realized that in fact I believe the Spirit of God prompted my heart and directed my focus to how Jesus Christ was being baptized and the heavens was open and the spirit of God descended upon him like a dove. It is a presence that comes. And until that until that experience where a, something a dove looking figure came upon him, he couldn't start ministry. I'm talking about Jesus, the son of David. Until he had an encounter with a certain dove looking figure from above, he couldn't start ministry. There are things that heaven can't underwrite until a certain grace has been caught by you. Yes, it's like now that you have got the grace go in this grace Amen. go in the grace go in the grace so bible says that grace be with you grace be with you can you imagine he said grace be with you in the book of timothy he said grace be with you you are receiving grace I realized that I need to give somebody an advantage to step into this manifestation that God is releasing. And so, okay, when your grace comes, what should you do? So so listen, there are certain people because of the grace that has been released, I need you to listen to me very carefully. When God wants to accomplish something in a person's life, all he does is to give grace to the person. That's all. And the grace makes you be able to accomplish things. You are moving at the same pace with others, but you are always faster than them. You've you you, you you've always been taking the same steps, the same steps, and your steps haven't changed, but your speed can quadruple. So when you look at your input and then you look at the output, you privately know that something else is behind the scenes. It's called grace. Somebody say grace. Grace. And so grace makes a mighty difference. So long as what God can accomplish in a person's life. Now listen, listen to me very carefully, brothers and sisters what should you do it's not only marriage business career ministry when when a season of grace is released on you what should you do so you don't suffer what ordinarily your background will make you suffer how because the grace is there because grace is a maker grace is a maker it will help you but the, for the grace not to be in vain you got to do some, some stuff man you got to take some action. you got to take some action. So some of you and some of us, business opportunities and uh, financial opportunities are coming. It's grace. Listen, there's grace for that. There's grace to excel in music. There's grace for that. There's grace in excel in academics. There's grace for that. There's grace for that. I I, I won't lie to you. I felt like we have entered a season of marital favors. I believe it. As I stood there, I knew it's like another marital season. In other words, in that season, it's easy to marry. Yeah. When there is economic boom in a nation and it's big boom, it's very easy to get become rich in that season. Like the way a lot of there are so many millionaires in China. And they sprang up within the past 20 years. A lot of men, because the economy was doing so well. If you if you align yourself well and take some advantage and do it right, you be, you can easily become very rich, very rich. That's why mo- most of the apartments in in the the new ones, nice, nice, nice one city, and many of them are owned by Asians. Many of them? Of you to take your brother universities. God, money is talking. But God will speak for you. Emma! So, there are things to do in the season of grace. I think six things that I wrote down to do. So, then that means that if this year ends and you don't get married and you want to, it's different. And you are of that age money is coming without foreknowledge. Amen. so what do you do in a season of grace to maximize that opportunity number one is you have to be very prayerful 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 let's all say prayerful see. What is happening is as I'm speaking, grace is being released. There is something that as I walk with God and God uses me, I'm beginning to find it looks like it's even more powerful than just laying on of hands. Laying on of hands is a very powerful thing, spiritual thing serious thing but there's something that if it's not equally that is more powerful than laying on offense that is communicating prophetically and someone is tapping into (laughs) Uh, watch this watch this i watch this i don't i don't have a say in that i don't have the grace is not for me it is the god So anywhere you see grace working, he is the one who gives, the allocation of grace is done by him. So it's not, so then you can actually take partake of the grace without the permission of the career. Prayer. Create an atmosphere. Prayer, prayer, what's this? Prayer, why prayer? Because it sharpens your discernment. The more you pray, the more you are able to make spiritual decisions. Yeah, I think you are thinking this girl she's beautiful. I want to marry her. You haven't prayed about it. That's why you are confused. Get into prayer. Seven girls. You are not sure which one to go for. <laughs> this one is nice. This one has this. This one has got this one has got a lot of this. But it's a nice a, a pastor. They are, oh, I'm not sure. Pray! Why do you want the pastor to make a decision for you? When you can pray. So, what prayer does is, it helps sharpen your discernment. Your sensitivity to make spiritual decisions. Decisions that heaven will back. There are certain decisions, if you submit it to heaven, it will not be signed. It will not be endorsed. But when you pray, it helps you it helps you I want to relocate here I want to do this I want to do this. when you pray it, it helps clear there because when it's a season of grace you have to make the right decisions you have to make. some people didn't come for tonight's meeting because they didn't pray if they had prayed a little bit they would have known they were supposed to have been here they would have known without someone calling and chasing them they would have known because it helps your sensitivity And besides helping your sensitivity, it helps your internal fortitude, internal ability to make the decision you have to make. It helps. I I don't want to watch porn. You haven't prayed. You pray, it gives you strength to unsubscribe. (laughs) So that's why it's good not to miss. This prayer meetings, because yeah. where there's a lot of prayer, there's a lot there's an easier alignment with the purpose of God. When there's a lot, that's why the Holy Ghost would not come until so they went to pray. Where there is a lot of prayer, the early church was always praying. That's why when we are fasting, we are always praying. We have to pray; it helps bring us into alignment with heaven, with divinity. There's a divine alignment; it helps it helps us to shed off canality. Things that will weigh you down, that will not, are not necessary for your next trip. But you didn't know. You, you didn't know. You are brooding over what someone said to you. But it's not necessary. And you can't get over it. Because sometimes you don't like those things at all. And you are brooding over this nonsense that is eating away your opportunities in, in destiny, of destiny. As you pray, you'll be able to, I can't be bothered, I can't be it. You shed things off easily. Prayer helps you to stay spiritual. It doesn't make you spiritual, but it helps you to stay spiritual. It sharpens your discernment. It increases your sensitivity. So when the preaching is going on, you hear what others are not hearing because you've been praying. When it's a season of grace, pray to stay in the race. That matter. True. When it's a season of grace, sir, may I submit to you: these things don't come on silver platter. You have to walk by faith. You have to walk by faith. Faith, faith is a necessary currency to transact divine matters. In divine matters, you—how can you be spiritual without faith? <laughs> how how how? You'll be weary. You will be weary. How many of you have been tired before? Even today, you wish you were not fasting. And then the we die and all. Sometimes it's why why why? And sometimes when you look at where you live and your your car is, is for some reason is smoking, so you have to park and jump on train. No? So without faith, you will cave in. Because the steps you know, some, sometimes too. How many of you spiritual matters sometimes feel like no? This is now too much. And some of you are being hypocritical, like you haven't felt like before. Yeah. You just feel like you know it's okay. In fact, when it comes to things you like, sometimes yeah, I like this guy so much. I know he's not in church. And he's a, but he's a good guy, and I know uh, I want to live with him. I, 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 this church, I'm tired. I'm moving. I'm moving. So that's why, until sometimes, people are tested. Apelles, Romans chapter 16. Apelles. Is comment a commentary? Apelles. Tested. Apelles. Tried and tested. Romans 16:10. Great Apelles, whose fidelity in Christ has stood the test. His faithfulness in Christ has stood the test. Apelles. Oh, Pastor, this church, I'm I'm here for life. Okay. A test will come. So, say faith. There is a grace for business breakthroughs. No, no, no. There is a grace for business or academic breakthrough. So, what, what do you do? You enroll on the course. The course you have failed seven times. Believe God. Believe God. Take the step. Step out in faith. Step out in faith. One of the things that really tests faith is when it comes to the subject of giving. You cannot be a giver without faith. And there is a mystery about giving and grace. It's a strange mystery. Anyone who enjoys phenomenal grace is a dangerous giver. To understand that in normal times and in normal sense, when you look at it, if you think the person is being stupid. Ask me. But the, the thing is, the thing is, you think okay, it will come back. It won't come. You're on your own. It won't come back. I'm telling you. So those who are thinking that I'll get it back, don't go and show your school fees. <laughs> That's a Ponzi scheme. The whole thing is a mystery. Just do it by faith. Do it in confidence. Do it trusting God. Knowing that it's a season. I am I'm believing God. God is faithful. That's why sometimes it's good to hear other people's testimony. And it helps you to know that the atmosphere is ripe for a certain step. The atmosphere is ripe for a certain step. And just keep going. That's why it has to purely be by faith. It just has to be purely by faith. No, because I, I want to tick a box so I can look like I'm also doing it. <laughs> You're making a mistake. That grace that has been released in that season won't find you. Because one of the things grace is not compatible with, with is fakeness. It's not. Grace can't. Grace, because fakeness is another way of pride, another expression, form of pride. You are making someone feel, or people think you are what you are not. You're proud and grace doesn't go near fakeness. So, so you are saying, hello, I'm, 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 I want to sow this seed. But you are trying to just take a box to impress. Wow. And you know, like Ananias and Zafria. Oh. They, they are pretending like this is all they have ever had, it was, it was fake. And the Spirit of God had to react radically to serve a notice. All people who intend to flourish around seasons of grace. And when you read the Bible very carefully, before Daniels and Sapphira, the Bible says, there was great, Acts chapter 4, is it 34? There was great grace, great grace. I want to say great grace. Great grace. Great grace grace on them. And look at the impact. The next verse said, there was none that lacked. Because people were bringing, people who had, they were bringing, people were sowing seed anyhow. And it, it neutralized a certain form of lack. Said so people who, who were in possession uh, lands, sold them houses, sold them, and brought the proceedings to the feet of the apostles. said, nor was there anyone amongst them who lacked. Why do you think they didn't lack? I've always read it, because people brought their own and gave to them. No, they didn't say that. They were selling and they were not lacking. <laughs> Did you hear that? They, they were selling. They were giving apostles and they were, there was none that lack in spite of all that. You have given seven lands, seven plots of land and yet you don't lack. So there was none that lack. So this is what provoked Nanias and Sapphira. To also, we, uh, this, thing is, uh, this thing is looking fashionable. It's a good scheme. <laughs> now let's go to the next verse. And Joseph who was named Barnabas, no, not Barabbas, Barnabas. Uh, which is translation of encouragement. A Levite. Levites don't have lands. Levites, they don't, they are not part of the tribe because they are priestly families. So people sell tithes. They don't have land. So for a Levite to have a land, it must be a very big thing for him. Look at the next verse. Joseph having a land. A Levite having a land. That's that's generational breakthrough. Sold it and brought the money to a the apostles. feet. Then Anaginians has a free faith. If Levi has done, we also do it. (laughs) (laughs) But, 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 all these good things were happening. Yet, there were some people, there were some people inside. So, the point I'm making is, in a season of grace, I know you are going to get married. Not because you are very intelligent. Because that's not what just what it takes to get out. Not because you are so handsome or so pretty. Even though it sometimes can help. But not because of that. Not because you know people or you have been attending a lot of parties now. Tell auntie who I've been telling you, go for party. This Christmas, you didn't go for any party. You have to go, and when you are going, where these people can see that you are there. <laughs> uh, that's an ignorant auntie. Anyway, so <clears throat> you, it, is, it doesn't just take those things. But when the grace comes, you might not even have some other things that normally advantage other people. And still, it doesn't make any difference because the advantage is still working. So it, it depends. So just that, take the normal common sense boxes. <laughs> and now, by faith, Take advantage of an atmosphere. Yeah. Believe God. Yeah. Have you got anything to say? I believe God. I'm talking about if whether it's prosperity, yeah. you want to see progress. Doing your business doing well. Doing well in your career. There, there, watch this. There's a certain grace. There's a certain grace that makes people do well. Yeah. Tell John verse 2. He said, I wish above all things that you will prosper and be in good health as your soul prosper that word prosper means that things are in place the way they should be things are progressing so he spoke about that I'm traveling that God will prosper me in this journey what he's trying to say is that as I travel as I, is it that I might have a prosperous journey that means everything will go the way it must go with this journey so that word prosperity means that things are going the way. When you are prospering in your marriage, when you are prospering in your education, when you are prospering in your business, when you are prospering in your career, things are going the way it should go. Things are falling in pleasant places. I announce to you, it's your season of prosperity. Shout yes! Prosperity. Your, your, your health is not getting in the way get in the way of what you are trying to do. That's, that's what we call prosperity. So you are starting a new business or you are starting a new course or you are starting a new program. You are starting something that's necessary for your future or you are starting a, a, another branch of ministry or um, new breed. You're starting your new breed and suddenly your health is, no, it can't get in the way. Prosperity means things won't get in the way. Th- oh, I'm, I feel like I'm prophesying to somebody. You will prosper, you will prosper, you will prosper, you will prosper in the name of Jesus. So, you need faith. So even when you hear words like this, it takes faith to receive it and believe that this is mine. The word you believe, you don't easily forget. The word you believe by faith, you don't easily forget. Yes, 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 yes. You know, because it it means a lot to you. You have, you have captured it. You have, you have accepted it. You're walking by it. That means what word are you running on? You want to get married? There are people who I am sure this season, before this year is your marriage. You? Yeah. It's your marriage here. Yeah. God will remember you. Yeah. God will remember you. Yeah. God will settle you. So faith, just, just be a person of faith. Be a man of faith. Be a woman of faith. And know that it takes faith to download God's purposes into your life or for its manifestation. And see, that's why prayer becomes important. Because if you are not praying, you struggle to try to work by faith because the strength it takes to do that, you might, you might not be able to get it. And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Anything you know God said you should do, do it. Just take that step of obedience. Break that relationship. Break it. It's not a a healthy relationship. It's a toxic relationship. It's it's, it's weighing down on your spiritual work. It is a season of marital breakthrough. That's why you have to obey God. Obey God and break it. Because it's a season. By faith. Obey God by faith. Take that step. And see if God will not show up. Some people, they keep... It's in one hand, and he said, let me try with this hand. If God shows up, then I can let this one go. By faith, let it go. I told you the story of a gentleman who was once, I think, he slipped. It was He was walking around um, uh, in a hilly area, and he slipped. He didn't realize that he was walking just next to um, a cliff, the edge of the cliff. So he slipped, and it's a very deep, the cliff is high, so when he falls, he won't even get halfway, he, die, he will die before he gets down. So, and he managed, when he was falling, he saw, he managed, he saw a, a tree uh, root that was hanging, so he, he grabbed onto it and now he was almost falling, holding the tree tree root. And then, the tree root, kind of, was the only thing holding. You know when you watch those movies? And then you look down, crocodiles are there. <laughs> Kalima. So, <laughs> so he, he started saying, "Help, help, help!" And no, no one knew he was dying. They said, "God, help me! God, help me! God, are you there?" And then a voice came, say, said, God! Oh Lord!" A voice came, said, "Yes." He said, "Lord, help me! I'm dying." And God said, you want me to help? He said, yes. He said, then let go of the tree. He said, is there any other person there? <laughs> no, no, no. He wasn't going to take that kind of help. Someone else will help me. In all this. So, if you want to walk with God... You must be ready to step out in faith. Even though you can't predict the outcome. The only prediction is your trust in God that he's faithful. And he will never let you down. Amen. Bible said that even if we, remain, if we become unfaithful, he remaineth faithful. 2 Timothy chapter 1. He remained faithful. I think verse 13. So 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12 and 13. Even when we are unfaithful, if if we believe not, yet he abideth faithful, he cannot deny himself. So you want to maximize a season of grace. Pray. And then number two, faith. Someone receive, catch it This is not actually teaching it's almost it's teaching but it's prophetic number three is consistency don't do it today and then tomorrow you're tired you stop it that is very expensive it's a very expensive venture to start on faith trusting god for some things and then halfway or somewhere you just it change you change so all you've done is waste just when you are close to resources. It's like running marathon. And just you are about just when you are about to get to Tower Bridge or Landing Bridge. When you go to Bermondsey, you say this thing has no point. I've been running from Greenwich. There's no point. These people, they are lying. These people they don't know, they are just running. That thing happened. There are people who are close. Close and Satan will provoke you. So, there is a secret uh, and a mystery behind consistency. Anybody who has enjoyed grace maximally is someone who has remained consistent. Yeah. Please, I, I believe what I'm saying. Because some of you look like you're on fire today. Only God knows how long you'll be on fire for. You are are serving the choir. You don't miss any meeting. Only God knows how long that will last. The appellist test. Are you listening to me? It's important. Because something will try you and ask you, oh, it's okay, Downgraded. You can't do everything. You can't be there, everything. There are times, I was talking to somebody today, I said, don't worry, I understand. We are in this together. There are times you feel like you are tired. You are not interested. do I have a witness here. There are times you are actually, not you do feel like, you are actually not interested. <laughs> do I have a witness here? It's normal. That's why we have to be careful. When people lose interest, we don't be, behave like they are devils. They are not devils. Just that they have been hit by a sniper fire. <laughs> yeah. They are tense. But grace can change things very easily. Is it take a certain grace? Grace gets very attracted to humble people. So sometimes even you being put on the spot might be a grace opportunity that is about so that your humility will allow the grace to settle. Wow. God is a very interesting God. So in lack of consistency is very costly when it's a season of grace. It makes a lot of people miss their season of grace. Some of you who have been around long, I'm telling you, certain testimonies are having come. You know why. Don't pretend like you don't know. We might not know, but you know why. You know why. You know why. You know, why. You, know you took a, a, a nose dive, even though you were still in, in church, you took a detour. There were things that were going on. You are disconnected for so long. You know why. We never knew it. You know why. But I'm telling you, the grace actually works. Don't start out right and go off. And come whenever you feel like. It will cost you. But if you stay consistent. So in a season of grace, stay consistent. Consistent this year. Stay consistent with your service. Stay consistent with your purity. Stay consistent with your genuineness. Stay consistent with your prayer in church. Stay consistent with your tithing. Stay consistent with your sowing. No, not this only when there's fasting, and then you begin to sow once a day. People who get close to pastor and see grace and also I don't think you are smart. You are not smart. Oh, daddy, when was the last time you saw into this daddy thing? Daddy. <laughs> no, I wish I wasn't the one saying it. But my honesty is, some people are not smart spiritually. Mm. You look close, but you are actually far from the grace. You are, grace of the person you are close to. You can be close to the person, but very far from the grace operating on the person's life. What even makes the grace very f- farther is when you are, you are phony. Mm. Mm. You are smiling at the person, but you don't mean it. Mm. Wow. The scenes, you have alliances that are toxic to your closeness to the person. To ask God, God, why have I prayed for this guy so long? Nothing has happened. Sometimes you love people and your heart is breaking, you don't know why. Only God knows it sometimes. So it's, it's important stay consistent. Stay consistent. This year is a year you have to determine that it doesn't matter, even if I'm dying, like I, I gave a lesson. What I heard is if you want to do well in your career and business this year or you want to marry this year, you can do it. It can happen for you. So, how do I get into it? This is the secret. That's the principles. Consistency. You are honoring inconsistently. When when your hour of grace comes, there are things you have to do. Don't sleep and cross your leg and be picking your teeth, thinking that drinking, God will do it. If he wants to do it, he will do it. If he wants, no, it doesn't work like that. He said to each one is giving, to another is giving the working of miracle, not the waiting for miracles. <laughs> you work it. Anything that must work, you someone must work it. That's why Lealata was speaking so passionately about people who can be around, but they are not connected. And what breaks my heart is five years later, ten years later, Nothing has moved in your life. You are still within the same range whilst others are flying, flying, doing well. There's a way to do this thing. Mm. Mm. I faith. You are too smart for a testimony. Mm. For the kind of testimonies we are tapping into, your smartness will cost you. You are just fasting and you are fasting, you are fasting, but there are keys to apply. You, these testimonies, this, you hear a lot of them consistently, constantly, and your own will also be heard. Because you are not just hearing the word, you are going to put the word into practice. I see God fighting your battles. I see God delivering your testimony. I see God turning your captivity around. I see your testimony showing sure up. Shout, yes, Lord. They were, there, they were in a wedding. They had run out of wine. They went and told the mother of Jesus. Jesus said, hey, woman, what has this got to do with me? The mother told the guys, he can't resist obedience. When you walk in obedience, God, even though He's not ready to do, you obey. He, he, will, he will act. So He said, The secret was John chapter 2, verse six, or verse 5, verse 6. He, she said to the people, Whatever He tells you, just do it. Let me ask you, what does He know? This why, are you the wedding manager? Are you a shop owner? Just whatever He tells you, He's speaking as a prophet. There's a grace in the words He's speaking there's grace released in one just what if I said do it And I'm, I'm smart I won't let any pastor deceive me yes especially African pastors <laughs> yes, 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 yes. African pastors and you also lack the kind of African testimonies that I get you will lack it you will lack it alright let's finish this thing so what, what's the point number one what's point number two Point number three, point number four, point number four is covenant principles. Yeah, okay, that's, I've actually covered it, like, when I'm speaking about honoring. Covenant practices, covenant so when, when grace comes, look for covenant practice and stay in it, and stay in it. The reason why God is lifting me is because I'm staying in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, by God's grace, by God's grace. By God's grace. I'm staying in it. And the covenant personalities he has allowed me access to. Sometimes when some of these great men of God, because of the position God has put me in, the favor he has put on my life, when they come to town, they call me. When they call me, I sometimes go to go and say hello to them. And I, even if it's a bad time, I can't appear before them empty. I, I'm working I'm working the covenant. Covenant and the thing is, whether lock down or lock up, the thing is working. Sometimes you have to ask yourself, what covenant principles are you pushing? You are you are a pusher, right? What covenant principles are you pushing? A season like this, don't be natural in your approach to spiritual things. What do you have to do to maximize moments of grace? Then the next one. Yes. Oh, this is a very good one. Watch out. Watch out. Satan will trap you. Satan will distract you. Satan will make you hear what you shouldn't hear. Yeah. Satan will make you see what you shouldn't see. Satan will give you an exposure that will damage your attempt to stay in faith, your attempt to stay consistent. Suddenly, an offer will come to, to, to do go to Ayanapa yeah everything paid for and your auntie who is is rich you never had access now he said me i've invited you and come i, I, I want to do business with you i want to and you have to come because you don't want her to upset so you are not saying i don't want to upset my auntie auntie i don't want to upset my auntie because satan might use that because you know you're going might not be helpful for you because you know what's going to happen there some of the journeys, you go and come, you are overexposed and you have been compromised. Some of you know what I'm talking about. You go to Nigeria, you, didn't come, you go to Ghana, you went to Christmas in Ghana, and you you, you, were ne- you are never the same again. You are never the same again. Yeah. Yeah, you are never the same again. Are you getting what I'm saying? Satan, Watch out. Satan will present certain opportunities with the intention, with the, with the purpose of, to distract you from what you are supposed to be practicing. Why did he make you hear what you heard? That will break your heart at this time. And so now, you are going to suffer. Satan trapped you. But we have to believe God. That's why prayer is foundational. It helps you to sharpen your discernment. And you can say, Satan, get behind me. You are just concerned about natural things. What? How can you be in an atmosphere like this? And now all you are thinking about... Really, what Papa Pastor said I didn't like that. I didn't like Satan has got you. He's got you. You You didn't like it. But you like the grace? You want grace? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not looking for grace. Doesn't matter. Let them say anything. Just give me the grace. Just give me the grace. Everything else can wait. Just give me the grace. My, My pride can wait. My feelings can wait. My arrogance can wait. Just give me the grace. I want the grace. Because suddenly, some people will send you w- lucrative WhatsApp video about somebody twerking. Mm. S- suddenly, yeah. So Satan is trapping you. You saw it, and you are beginning. To, you are about to connect more. Remember, Satan is trying to trap you. So it's a season that your ex you really liked. And since he left your life or she left your life, you have never been the same. Suddenly, you've heard that he's bought a new house, he's bought a car and he's still not married. You, someone told you he, says he wants to marry, but you are the only one he misses. Right away, you could tell that Satan is approaching. Satan is approaching because this is not the time I have to hear this. And you know that this person as he's coming is going to hurt me. Not that he'll be wicked, but it's going to hurt my connectivity to God. That's what I mean. Satan's agenda is not to hurt you. It's to disconnect you from grace. So if he has to give you opportunities just to disconnect you, you will do it. So number one is what? Prayer. Number two? Number three? Number four? Criminal kind of practices of principle. Number, number five? Watch out. Number six? Words of grace. Words. Words. Words of grace. Expose yourself to words of grace. Like what I'm teaching now. It's not, I'm not just speaking, I'm communicating grace. So you go home here, you're listening to a message. You keep listening, keep listening, keep listening, keep listening. You want healing, keep listening, message on healing. You want marriage, keep listening to the things the pastor has said about marriage. Keep, this is, where's carry grace? I commend you to God. It's a word of grace. Acts chapter 20 verse 32, to, and to the word of his grace, Words carry grace, and John chapter 6 verse 6, Jesus said that these words I speak to you are life, and you think it's words, no, they are life. Go and stand in the Magal place and tell the people, these words of life. So there are certain words, when you keep listening, it is bringing grace, or it's, it's, stirring, it's stirring life in your life. There are other words, when you are listening, is killing you. That's why there are certain people, you can't be seen. You can't be caught. You can't catch yourself on conversation with them for 10 minutes on the phone because when they speak, it's going to kill something inside you. It's going to kill something inside you. They don't believe in anything church. They don't believe in anything church. Because you see, carries is a blessing. You step out. It's not a blessing. It's not a church. Oh. It's not a church. You won't find grace there. And you'll find God there. It's just an event centre. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. You're welcome to Connect with David Entry on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and LinkedIn. You can also find more life-changing messages from Carriage Church on YouTube and all relevant streaming platforms. Don't forget to subscribe, like and share this message. Be blessed.